Unicorns, Decacorns and Sunicorns. They don't sound that unique, no? That's because the funding flowed so freely over the last few years that one could almost forget that a deadly pandemic had been raging and millions were facing a financial crisis. But now, this magic funding, well, may be drying off. Two of the largest venture capitalist funds, SoftBank's Vision Fund and Tiger Global, are now planning to go conservative with their bets. They've lost massive amounts of money. Tiger Global saw losses worth $17 billion, two-thirds of its gains since it was founded in 2001, while SoftBank's Vision Fund lost $27 billion. What's behind these massive losses? Let's take a look. Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Click on the subscribe button to never miss an update from us. Here's your story for today. Both Tiger Global and SoftBank had been in the limelight lately thanks to the massive deals they've been making. SoftBank accounted for 10% of all money that went into Indian startups last year, while Tiger Global has already invested $12.7 billion in startups worldwide this year. Now, such massive spending has become a little common in the past few years thanks to the easy money these funds were getting because of low interest rates. Lower interest rates make borrowing cheaper, increasing cash flow in the market. But still, the amount of money these giants were spending was unprecedented. Why? This has kind of been part of their strategy. You see, startups are famous for failing. 9 out of 10 startups fail. And this fact does not change once startups get VC funding. 75% of all VC-backed startups also fail. Wait, then doesn't the spending spree seem absurd? Actually, no. You see, even if three-fourths of their investments fail, if VCs bet on the one right startup, it can make up for all their losses. For instance, SoftBank invested $30 million in Alibaba in 2000 and when the company went public in 2014, SoftBank's stake was worth $50 billion. But finding the right startup is like finding a needle in a haystack. Solution? Buy the whole damn haystack. That's exactly what these funds do. Invest in as many startups as they possibly can and hope for the best. For instance, here's how Tiger Global operates. It offers money to startups that aren't even looking to raise funds. It gives more than what a startup is worth. It closes deals at lightning speed in a matter of days. The decision is often made over a single Zoom call. It invests in directly competing companies like Baiju's and Unacademy, Dream11 and My11 Circle, Grow and Upstocks, unlike traditional VCs who find this move wasteful. And for quite some time, this approach was working well. Until the Russia-Ukraine war, the interest rate hikes and the Chinese lockdowns happened all at once. These events have caused the stocks of tech companies in which these two funds had invested to plunge, leading to major losses. Especially SoftBank's Vision Fund, which had bet heavily on Chinese companies. Especially SoftBank's Vision Fund, which had bet heavily on Chinese companies, especially ride-hailing startups. 
which the Chinese government cracked down on. Paytm was another major loser on the company's portfolio. So, these firms have now decided to go conservative and cut down on their irrational exuberance. SoftBank is cutting down investments by 25-50% to 50%, while Tiger Global is also rethinking its strategies. Now, this could be a problem for startups, especially Indian startups in whom SoftBank had pledged to invest $10 billion this year. A lot of Indian startups had gotten used to the idea of raising easy money at insane valuations. And because they had access to an insane amount of cash, they developed unsustainable business models in which they first focused on burning cash and getting users and then making profits. Now this cash is running out fast. We are already seeing the impact of drying VC funds in the edtech sector where companies like Unacademy, which were once VC favourites, have to lay off staff to cut down costs. Fintech firms, especially those in the lending business, are also going to have a really tough time ahead. Not only will they have to deal with dying funds, but their business will also reduce thanks to the increasing interest rates. Don't worry listeners, it's not all gloom and doom. There's a silver lining to this cloud. You see, startup funding as a whole is not going to stop. It simply cannot. But now VCs, even the bigger ones with lots of cash, will be careful about where they're investing money. They look closely into whether a startup is sustainable or not and if it actually deserves that insane valuation it is asking for. And this will benefit us retail investors in the long run. How? You see, companies like Paytm had insane valuations before going public. But since their fundamentals didn't support such high valuations, their IPOs tanked and retail investors lost their money. However, if they are valued more conservatively now, there are less chances that retail investors will see losses. Plus, with less VC cash coming in their kitty, a lot of these startups will have to go public sooner or opt for other fundraising methods that involve retail investors. This again will benefit retail investors because unless these companies raise money from the public, only VCs benefit from their profits. Never thought we would say this, but less VC money in the startup ecosystem could be good for all of us. Now, all that's left to see is which startups can survive the cash crunch and which will die out. Thanks for listening in. Make sure to follow this podcast if you aren't already. We'll be back tomorrow. 